0: It's time for Michigan Sports Talk Morning Show. Broadcasting live all across the state of Michigan and northwest Ohio. This is X's and Bros. Is set. Again. Oh,
1: John Boat. Swings it out to Sadiq Faye. the
2: corner. To Rahman at midcourt. Extra pass. And it goes for the win. The three point.
3: Here's the give, Walker! Get Walker! Touchdown, Swarty! Goff's got it. Back, looks, throws, ends up, yes. caught!
2: Touchdown to Clark Myers! They did it! Armand um, Rossley brought him the receiving end! Sends one to deep left center field. Back it goes, and that ball's out of here! A grand slam from Miguel Cabrera! He's got two goals, Marken in on goal! Scores! His first career!
0: Your host, Anthony Bellino.
1: Rise and shine, folks. Good Wednesday morning to you. its hump day, the eighth day of March 2023. Hopefully, tip off the Big Ten tournament. Good morning to all of you, no matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening, all across the great state of Michigan and in Northwest Ohio as well. From Traverse City down to the Glass City, GR to the Motor City, we say good morning to you. We welcome you. We thank you. We appreciate you. And of course, we encourage you. Join the program at any time. You can text the keyword sports radio. Send that to 21,000. Sports radio to 21,000. Meyer Center guest line 248 951 2176. 248 951 2176. 7 6 We're on twitter at xb mornings facebook x's and bros and of course good morning to our television audience as well uh, bcsn on buckeye broadband and streaming live on our youtube page at michigan sports and network michigan sports network.com is the website xb mornings and gmail.com is our fan feedback email inbox and you can find us all individually on twitter as well Danny Kalen is a Dan in the studio. Ryan Elke is a Ryan L underscore key. And I'm Anthony Bellino at AC Bellino. Didn't get to this earlier. when We were talking about the Detroit Pistons who fell last night, 119, 117 at the buzzer to the Washington Wizards last night in their St. Cecilia Greens. But the Detroit Pistons, this comes from Terry, uh, Terry on the west side, our uh, resident research in our uh, resident research. What would I say there? Research guy our research department. Uh, Pistons couldn't maintain their halftime lead last night, fell 119, 117 to the Wizards. It's looking like they won't even be able to match last year's disappointing record of 23-59. and 59. Current projection this season, 19-63. and 63. Ugh. What else is going on in the sports world? We'll try to get you all caught up with all the happenings. We'll do so right now in the headlines.
2: Big news. I have a little news flash. Let's
0: check the headlines. Nah, no, it's real news for once. The biggest stories of the local, regional, and
3: national news. This is huge news.
1: Pistons lost by two last night. Yesterday, Detroit Tigers won by 13, an offensive explosion against those Dirty Birds from St. Louis. They beat the Cardinals 16-3. Tonight, over on TNT, the Detroit Red Wings will host the Chicago Blackhawks' A730 puck drop inside little caesars arena and of course as i mentioned the big 10 tournament beginning uh later on today you'll have ohio state in action what will the buckeyes do poor chris holtman you know his job is on the uh his job is on the line there's no other way to look at it like the the guy they gotta have Is it really right now i i think it is
2: i I really do this is his
4: first down year As the Ohio State coach, he's made tournament every other year.
1: It's a bad year. They were awful, five and fifteen in conference play. Like, you know, if they if they can make a little bit of noise, I mean, if they get blown out today against Wisconsin, by the way, six thirty tip off on BTN uh, for game number one. Game number two, nine o'clock, Minnesota, Nebraska. (laughs) Anybody staying up to watch that? Uh, I don't think I will be. But yeah, I mean, if they if they have a bad showing against Wisconsin next year, it becomes vital for survival yeah, at it. that point. No, so I don't if think it's a get repeat fired after
4: year. Them. Then yeah, then I think there's questions because let's say Ohio State did lose a bit last year, just like how Michigan lost a lot. It's Just you know, it Ohio State's team just doesn't gel.
1: They got good athletes.
4: Yeah, they got good athletes. They have good basketball players. They don't have a good basketball team.
1: It's crazy, right? Uh, tomorrow, the big day, 12 noon tip off Rutgers and Michigan over on BTN. Then you'll get the, uh, the Iowa game at 2.30, Penn State and Illinois at 6.30. The Maryland game will be at 9 o'clock. All of those games on Big Ten Network before we get into Friday's action quarterfinals that's where michigan state hanging out it's got to wait till uh gotta wait till friday 230 tip off for michigan state that's kind of nice i like the midday game i don't know if i like the early one.
4: Oh, i i like i like the two early games
1: yeah I, the I, one I, nine
4: thirty game where it's terrible. just like that's that's the
1: rough one Ugh don't want that at all. Yeah, I feel well, like
0: MSU might have played did you guys play that last year? I, you had definitely had an early first round and or late first round game in one of the tournaments last year, I feel like. I mean, we were all dreading it.
1: I always feel like Michigan State plays a late game. But then the again, I mean, ten o'clock none of these games Thursday. Be. Oh. Was that in the NCAA tournament?
4: Yeah, that when they were in the the first four against UCLA, they were the second game. So it was yes. like a ten thirty on a Thursday. Staying up till 1 a.m. to watch an overtime loss.
1: Ooh, UCLA, damn them. Uh, The Ravens have used the franchise tag uh, on quarterback Lamar Jackson. This is the non-exclusive tag, which means any other team can throw an offer out there, and if Baltimore chooses not to match, that team will forfeit a couple of first-round picks, and they will get Lamar Jackson. What will happen next? We'll have to wait and see. The New York Jets have talked with the Packers and... They flew out to California to meet up with Aaron Rodgers. They, could we see a potential trade for the four-time most valuable player of the of the league? Could we see that happen? to the Jets? Clock is ticking. Uh, Buccaneers are going to release their starting left tackle. Donovan Smith, boy, the Buccaneers they went for, they went for it all. Mission accomplished, and now it's a total fire sale over there. The Dolphins are going to release uh, Byron Jones in a cost-cutting save. Uh, The corner is out, so he will enter free agency. That's an interesting name right there. Amazon Prime is going to stream an NFL game on Black Friday for free. So the 2023 season will mark the first time the league has scheduled a game for the day after Thanksgiving. Teams for the 3 p.m. Eastern game on November 24th will be announced uh, later on this year, but uh, the additional game gives Prime Video 16 regular season games. Let's face it, folks. We're not ready for it. We're not ready for it. It is what it is. I don't like it. Uh, I was using uh, I have an internet TV now in my house like, you know, you, you don't have any buffering going on uh, with cable. It just it it is what it is. And a lot of uh, a lot of our, our older demographic, they, they don't have smart TVs, they have cable boxes. And, uh,
0: yeah. Something you might have missed yesterday, Anthony. I don't know if you uh Pau Gasol.
1: Yes, that's my next headline. Okay. Go on. Pau Say Gasol it. will become the twelfth Lakers player to have his jersey retired in a very sweet uh message from Kobe Bryant's wife. They had a clip of Kobe talking about how, you know, they wouldn't have won the two championships without Pau. And, um, man, go ahead, Dan. I know what you're going to say, so let it fly. I man. don't... I
0: Why? I'm sorry, like... I don't even think of Pau Gasol as a Laker. I'm sorry. I don't know about you guys. He's a Memphis Grizzly. I mean, that's just... I don't know why... Whatever. Everybody gets their number retired.
1: Uh. Well, I do. I do believe. I, I. do think of Powell as a Laker. Um. That is something that if I if I think Powell Gasol, I do think Kobe and Powell together, um, as, you know, a championship, leading team. Um. I don't. I don't see him as a spur. I don't see him in Milwaukee, and I, To be honest with you, I don't really think about him too much, uh, in Memphis, uh, b- because most of his damage was done afterwards but i am in agreement with you here dan everybody does get their number retired and i i think that there is i think you, you said to 12 be, lakers 12 lakers and 13, again uh, 12 l- lakers and 13 numbers remember because kobe's got both numbers oh retired. yeah
0: 13 numbers right and as i reminded people there's only 55 legal numbers in basketball well, 56 if you include zero yeah. That uh, is
1: that is not correct at the NBA level. You can go all the way to ninety nine, You Power. also
0: can dunk in warm ups, which is you, you can do it in college now too. I know. That's dumb.
1: Why? You should be able to. It's just like doing a layup. But I agree with you on the jersey thing. I, I think you gotta be Kobe Bryant, Magic. Um, you know, magic. You gotta be Michael. Like if you're gonna have your number retired by a franchise, you you have to do you gotta be the the, the lead dog. I don't know if I see ancillary pieces uh, being um, you know added up there, but that's just, uh, that's just me. And hey, congratulations to Gonzaga winning another WCC title. Drew Timmy set their uh, club scoring record, so congratulations to him. We'll step aside more X's and Bro's after this here on the Michigan Sports Network.
2: When you're in construction, you know that every minute matters and every dollar counts. You've got materials to purchase, employees to pay, and deadlines to meet. What you don't have is time to worry about your accounting, taxes, or ways to grow your business. That's where we come in. We're Bean Garter, and while your business is construction, our business is helping you run your business better. From tax planning, payroll processing, or R&D credit studies, we're here for you with concrete advice and answers. Let us help you build a solid foundation for your business. Whether you're a subcontractor, developer, architect, or engineer, of all the things you build, make your business the strongest. Experience, service, expertise, and simplicity at Bean Garter. Find us online, beangarter.com. Bean Garter. Get more
3: for your money at Meijer. Right now, mix or match over a 1,000 items and pay just $1 each when you buy 7 of items like Extra Large Avocados, select varieties of Campbell's Condensed Soup, and select Body Armor Super Drink. Plus, it's Double Points Week. Earn two times the points for every dollar you spend through Emperts. No clip necessary. Get more for your money this week at Meyer. See all the deals in the Meyer app. Excludes fuel.
0: X's and Bro's on the Michigan
1: Sports Network. Welcome back here to X's and Bro's on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kaila, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you uh, for joining us. No matter who you are, where you are, how you may be listening. I wanted to hop into this because I saw this, I think the first time I saw this was maybe late last week. And it was on first take. And Kendrick Perkins was uh, having a discussion about the MVP award. Um, and Kendrick Perkins, it, it it's really, it, it became a, the MVP race has become now about the actual race of the players. Like the actual skin color of the players, according to Kendrick Perkins. And he said that the MVP voters in the NBA favor white players over um, other ethnicities, namely black players. And Reddick had questioned Perk's choice uh, for Joel Embiid as this year's most valuable player, while Nikola Jokic, playing for the Denver Nuggets, is the favorite right now to win his third consecutive crown. Perkins says that the voters have an inconsistent criteria for the award and tried to, I guess he didn't really even try to imply. Quote, I asked what the criteria is for MVP and how the goalpost is moved. I'm asking these questions for a reason. When I look at JJ and I hear him talk because he's so big on analytics and he's a historian when it comes down uh, into deep diving into the history of the game and talking about the evolution of the game. Why didn't he ever bring up this particular subject when it comes down to guys winning the MVP since 1990? Only three guys that won the most valuable player that weren't top 10 in scoring. Do you know who those three guys were? Steve Nash, Nikoli Jokic, and Dirk Nowitzki. It's Nowitzki. It's not Nowitzki. That's not how you pronounce it. Maybe we just call it Percolator. Like, at least get his name right. He's a Hall of Famer. Anyways, now what do those guys have in common, Kendrick Perkins said. I'll sit there and marinate, and you guys can think about it. That's what he said. They're all foreign. That could have been one as well. Steve Nash won the 06 MVP. Kobe Bryant, many people believe that he should have won it. Kobe was averaging 31 points a game, had a better season, was more valuable part of that team that was number seven in the Western Conference with less of a roster. According to Kendrick Perkins, he then suggested why the Nuggets star should be the MVP again. So don't give me the, oh, they're the number one seed in the Western Conference this year, so he's averaging a triple-double. That's why he should be the clear-cut favorite. They were not the number one seed last year. They were actually the number six seed, one seed from being in the play-in tournament. So that's my whole thing, is why are we moving the goalposts for certain people, and then for others, we don't. When I was trying to make a case two years ago for Chris Paul, when I was saying, hey, you know what? The Phoenix Suns, Chris Paul, same organization, same position, same results. Why is he not getting the love that Steve Nash was getting when he was in Phoenix as far as the MVP candidate or being the MVP front runner? I'm just trying to say, Stephen A., am I missing something here? J.J. Redick.
0: Maybe because for the last 15 years, people have been saying that Chris Paul or that... Steve Nash wasn't the MVP so then people look away from that position
1: well and JJ Reddick's response yesterday and he said quote I mean no offense just like you know,
0: the I mean- whole uh the whole the point guard is a pointless position to, you know the, the people that think John Stockton was just some bum of a player because he has a thousand more assists than anybody
1: Anybody who thinks John Stockton is a bum, don't even worry about arguing with the person. You just let them say what they got to say and keep it moving. But there's no, if they, if they don't respect John Stockton, they, you can't even have a legitimate conversation with him. Um, JJ responded with this, quote, I mean, no offense to you. I mean, no offense to first date because I think this show is extremely valuable. That's crazy. Uh, it is an honor to be on this desk every day. It really is. The former NBA uh, journeyman continues to say, but what we've just witnessed is the problem with this show where we create narratives that do not exist in reality. The implication, what you are implying, that white voters that vote on the NBA are racist, that they favor white people, that's what you just said. Perkins said, I did not. I stated the facts. Well, you said what do those three players have in common? I'll sit there and let it marinate. You know, yeah, you did. You did. You absolutely did. You implied that because they're white that they got uh, preferential treatment in the MVP race. This is a this is a first take. Everybody will write an article about it. Everybody will click to see the videos. It'll be widely debated, widely talked about. Uh, I think it's nauseating. I really do. If you know Jokic, I think that when it comes to Nikola Jokic, the thing that is crazy about him that we don't really know what to say about him is because he looks so unathletic. He's a seven-footer that can't get off the ground. Can't jump. Like, in a game that has guys flying all over the place, massive human beings that can jump out of the gym, Jokic can't jump. It looks weird when you watch him because he's shaped like a pear. That's, he looks, he just looks soft. That's why. I'm not saying that he is soft. I don't know if I'd necessarily want to see him in a bar fight, especially with the reach that he's got. But he looks a little pudgy. He looks a little unathletic. And just can't jump. So when you He watch looks the-
0: like the Sean Bradley version of, uh, in, of the Monstar. That's what he... He's just like this goofy-looking guy that you just don't expect to be this killer basketball player. It's hard to... When he
1: showed up in the suit jacket with the turtleneck, that's a great look, by the way. I love that. Throw on the turtleneck with the jacket and the slacks. I love that. And he had the old-school, like, newsboy hat on. You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And it was like Jokic dressed as a Bond villain. It it looked 100%. That's exactly what he looked like. He does look like a Bond villain. He looks more like a Bond villain than he does a basketball player. You know, when I see guys that are seven feet tall, I expect you to look like Dwight Howard. I expect you to look like even Jalen Durant, who hasn't even filled out his frame. When I see guys in the NBA with the amount of cardio that you are doing, I think we should probably see Luka Doncic from his international summer versus the Luka Doncic that we see right now who's probably, you know, He's he's enjoying those noon beers and eating that pizza again. Like you you don't look like you are in shape for being a basketball player. It it just is what it is. Like I I don't know, I don't. It's, when I look at him, I'm like that's amazing that he can look that slow, but yet he can do whatever he wants with the basketball in his hands. That's crazy. Jokic is the same way. You know they'll pass the ball and Jokic will bring it up for three quarters court. Like he'll bring the ball up the floor. I don't care. Like as a young as a young person, one of my favorite players was Shaquille O'Neal, right? My other favorite player growing up was Grant Hill, and Grant Hill drank Sprite, so I drank Sprite because when people would ask, like, "Oh, what would, you know, you go to a restaurant, like, what would you like to drink?" I'd be like, oh, "I drink Sprite because Grant Hill drinks Sprite." Like, I I love those commercials, right? And I was an impressionable impressionable young person. The, the Grant Hill being uh you know black and Shaquille O'Neal being black didn't matter to me. They were still my favorite players. I loved watching them. You know, Michael Jordan is—he's in a completely separate conversation. It was I feel Joe like
0: Dumars for me.
1: Everybody's favorite player, Joe D, right? Joe D, absolutely. But it's—I don't see it that way, and I hate that first take is on this platform where they're on national television every day now, trying to make it this way because Jokic's stat line is crazy. If if Jokic averages a triple double, nobody argued that except for me. When Russell Westbrook was going to be the MVP, right? It's like, hey, if the stats are there, the stats are there. Are you the most valuable player in the league? I don't think so.
4: No, but that's been a debate about every MVP race in every single sport.
1: Since the history of the award. It's like, is
4: it the best player or are we going with the term most valuable?
1: Because it's, if it's the most valuable player, LeBron James would have won that award a decade in a row. But in the NBA, it just feels like we hand it off to whomever's turn it is next. We'll step aside. We'll come back. Big Ted Tournament starting today. A little bit more college hoops. We'll hop into that. Uh, your phone calls, your text messages as well. Don't go anywhere. Keep it locked right here. X's and Bro's Michigan Sports Network.
5: They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra light beer, St. Louis, Missouri. From planting
2: a simple seed to managing a global food supply, growing, processing, and distributing food is the backbone of America. You deal with food safety and labor issues, cost control, and not to mention Mother Nature. But do you have time to explore research development and biotechnical tax credits? Properly administer payroll for temporary employees? Ensure that you're operating at your most profitable? That's where we come in. We're Bean Garter. And while your business is America's food supply, our business is helping you run your business better. We'll assist with tax credits, assess your processes and controls, and so much more. And while we may not be able to help you plant your crops, we can help you realize a rich financial harvest. From the family farm to worldwide distribution of all the things you grow, grow your business better. Experience, service, expertise, and simplicity at Bean Garter. Find us online, beangarter.com. Bean Garter. Bean Garter. The new M-Perks is here. Reward yourself with dollars off your purchases, fuel
1: rewards, and more at Meyer. Earn 10 points on nearly every dollar you spend when you shop in-store
2: or on Meyer.com. Then use your points to claim and redeem rewards any way you want. Plus, earn points for every qualifying prescription filled at your Meyer pharmacy. Download the Meyer app to sign up, or if you're already using M-Perks, start earning points and saving today.
5: Save more with M-Perks. Exclusions apply. See Meijer.com to learn more.
0: Share your thoughts all morning long on the Meyer Guest Line. Call 248 951 2176. That's 248 951 2176. Now, back to Danny, Ryan, and AB.
1: Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Gayla, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino, all joining you. Thank you for joining us. Feel free to Hit us up on the text line, text the keyword sports radio, send that to 21000, sports radio to 21000, Meyer Supercenter, guest line 248-951-2176, 248-951-2176, should the Lions make a run at Lamar Jackson, oh, that's interesting, let's get to Danny listening to us in Sarasota, Danny at Sarasota, good Wednesday morning to you my friend, how are you partner?
3: Anthony, how are you my friend?
1: I'm doing fantastic, partner, fantastic. How are you?
3: Well, you know, it's 75 and sunny. How bad can I be?
1: Uh, one day it will be 75 and sunny here. The sun is out here, which is good. We, it, it is good. Yeah, it sun's
3: is, out, gun's yeah. out. And we're coming back because we hear there's, like, all this snow, and so apparently we want to see it. Oh, by the way, um, so we're heading to the airport to head back home, and I was curious how come, Um, Ryan answered the phone. Was Dan out in the back doing a quick shot before he got back on air?
1: Uh, I have no idea what Dan was up to. I was Uh, not. His hands might have been tied. I was
0: doing dishes, actually.
1: Might have been working on something over
4: there. All those cases he saved this morning from the bar had to be tended to.
3: It's nice to know that he's got the domestic going on. So my question to, especially to Anthony, even to Ryan as well, are you actually looking forward to watching, you know, Michigan and Michigan State in the Big Ten tournament?
1: Yeah, my life depends on it. Well, honestly, honestly, it, it does. If, done, they, yes, yeah, if, right. if they lose, if they lose tomorrow, they're going to go to the NIT. If they go yeah, to the NIT, they're going to host. If they host, yeah, and that, that means won. I got to be there. So yes, I will be very intently watching every second of that basketball.
4: And then It turns into Anthony and in Ann Arbor instead of Anthony and
1: Sarasota. Exactly, <laughs> exactly what happens. Uh, that's a uh, you know it's, but it's not only that. Like I'll be watching very in, intently. I was actually planning on uh, going to Cleveland today uh, after the show, and maybe Imani Bates and I will will both have something in common. That's neither one of us will go to the MAC tournament. I was going to go to the MAC tournament, uh, do the nice. show from Cleveland. Uh, tomorrow and Friday, uh, we've got some extenuated circumstances at the, uh, at the old hometown, uh, hometown grocer, so I don't know if I'll be able to go now, but like, my life depends on what Toledo is going to be doing on the men's and the women's side as well because the women might have an, uh, an opportunity in that large. Michigan women are already in the tournament, don't have to worry about them, so there's one of the four teams. Toledo women, if they make it to the championship game, and something unforeseen happens, and it doesn't go their way, they might still be able to get an at-large berth. I mean, they got to win over a top 25 team. They've done a lot of damage in the non-conference. That's great. Uh, they have won 13 consecutive games, like they're on an absolute heater right now. So they could get an at-large because that can happen in, in MAC women's basketball. They should have gotten an at-large last year. Toledo men, if they don't win the if they don't win the MAC tournament and go to the NCAA tournament for the first time in 43 years. Uh, then, yeah, then they're going to host the NIT, too. So I have a lot of basketball that I am very overly interested in this weekend, my friend.
3: So overly interested is one thing. How how hopeful are you that Michigan will make any kind of showing? Or, or Ryan, I'm curious, how, how, curious or how confident are you that Michigan State will make any kind of showing? Because talk about two of the most schizo teams in the Big Ten. Um, I think somebody wrote... You mean all 12? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> if if the if the Big Ten games were thirty eight minutes, Michigan would be top five.
4: Uh, yeah, stinks that they play a full forty or a full fifty. Yeah, I can't I can't <laughs> get behind that, Danny, because then
1: I am going to get calls from Freddie talking about we didn't lose, we Let's just say, ran out of time, uh, and I can't handle for that. for a few today. games.
4: Uh, Michigan State, it's like, well, this game was thirty two minutes, we would have won by fifteen. This game was thirty eight, we would have <laughs> beat Iowa by fifteen. <laughs>
3: So yeah, we're, we're it, sitting in um, we're sitting in the in the bar in Sarasota on Sunday watching the Indiana game and, and it's just it's just a dumpster fire honey let's, I don't want to ruin my wonderful pina colada let's just go so then I'm looking at my phone and I see now Michigan all of a sudden for some wacko reason is up by twelve and she, and she's like well let's watch the game no 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 I don't want to watch this game we're just going to ruin it inevitably of course it goes in overtime oh, we really have to watch it, okay. And, of course, you know what happens, like it does all the time. And I'm fascinated by um, some of the Michigan fans on social media that are still diehard, like, well, you know, we just, we're ready to turn it around. Like, no, we play 34 games or 33 games. That's who we are. we are. We don't know how to close. We have talent, but we're just that team that just doesn't finish well maybe next year will be better but it's it's a real frustrating watch for for michigan basketball right now
1: it is and i think that part of it is is like this team has played so well in spurts where it's like wow like this team like they they could really be the real deal and then there's other games they haven't shown up from the opening tip there's other games where it took them a while to get started uh, and eventually they got things rolling but it is very frustrating at the end of the day the offense has to go through Hunter. It does. And they got to do more than just a high you know, pick and roll or uh, up top of the point guard or you know, passing to the wing and setting a stagger screen. It's like every offensive play kind of feels like it's the same. They'll throw the ball to the left wing. That's where Jet will be because he can't go left. He can only go right. They'll set a stagger screen with the two bigs. You know, he'll dribble to the elbow, pick up his dribble, pivot, look around. Somebody will scramble around. They'll pass it. Now you got 10 seconds to shoot on the shot clock. And it's like, what, what did we even do? Yeah, we're not. I don't think we move enough without the basketball in our hands. And I think that that's one thing that when you look to the NBA level and you look at a guy like Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant doesn't need the basketball. Like he can go get you thirty points and touch it fifteen times. Like that's it. He doesn't need to dribble it. He doesn't need to have it. Like he'll. You just pass it to him and he can make it happen. We struggle without the basketball in our hands at all times like we don't have enough off ball movement that helps create like even on the first possession of the game against indiana they throw down low to hunter here comes the double team pass to kobe up top kobe makes the correct read swings it over to jet jet makes the three-pointer it's like dude you could literally do this every play if you wanted to because if they're just going to single cover hunter then all he's going to do is put the ball on the floor and take it to the bucket get fouled like i i'm He should, that's got to be the focal point of the offense. It doesn't matter who's kids on the team, who's the coaches, what their relationship is. The focal point has got to be Hunter and everything's got to go through Hunter.
3: Well, that's, that's what I've noticed. And, you know, being a nerd and a stack, I also noticed that when Michigan was doing well, he takes the most shots and um, Jet takes the third most shots as it should be because he's a streaky shooter. He's, He's, we kind of call them the black hole sometimes because that's where the offense goes to die. And what we noticed for long stretches in that Indiana game was the five guys just standing there with no movement at just all, just standing
1: around. Danny and Sarasota, just standing. You want to spectate? Buy a ticket. Set a screen.
3: It's, it's 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 maddening, and and I am sure that you know I don't. I'm sure that that is not like the offense that. They run in practice where Juwan says, "Okay, well, all you guys just stand around and let's just wait for something to happen." Um, I just, you know, you got young guys, and sometimes you got guys that just say, "Well, I think I'm just going to do this," and that's when they, you go up in flames. And I think what we you see the spurts where they just run their stuff. Um, I kind of learned that from the B line. Just run your stuff. Run your stuff. You're going to get an open shot. Danny, what is and our stuff? I, What's our stuff? Run, run your if, if you actually do what you talked about where you run the offense through Hunter, people move, people oh. run through picks. There's motion on offense because you're going to get an open shot. Because there was open shots before this year when Juwan was coaching. I don't think he changed the offense to say, okay, now this year we're just going to stand. I mean, it's, just, it's wildly maddening. Um, and I I know Michigan's going to play in the postseason somewhere. um I just hope that when they come back next year because the nice thing about the NIL from a Michigan fan standpoint is you're not necessarily going to leave early for the NBA cuz it's not always the best route. So people might stay that extra year. If you're
1: not an NBA player. Yeah. You know what I mean? And and I mean that by like Iggy Brazdekas left early. Never should have left early. Was never yeah. like there was, there were no points where I'm like that's the best player on the floor. Hunter Dickinson at, at times will be the best player on the floor, but he struggles with foot speed and quickness. And that's a major right. issue when every single NBA team is bringing the centers uh, uh, on their offense, bringing them up to set the screen so that they can get a one-on-one matchup with a big man and put that big guy in a blender on your way to the bucket. That's what I mean, you look at the difference in the physical nature of a guy like Jalen Duren Versus a guy like Hunter Dickinson, we've seen Hunter Dickinson. Trace Jackson Davis gave the business a couple times. Zach Eady, last year with Kofi Coburn, like you know there is he's had he's had trouble when you have a formidable big man to go against him. Guess what? In the NBA, everybody's a big man. I would love to see Hunter stay. I would love to see Kobe Bufkin stay. You know, I don't I, know. You if, know what, I don't know if that will happen. If Jet, you know, if Jet wants to go, see of, you later.
4: I think uh, one of those the big three from Michigan will be staying
3: at least one I, well, no, I it, it, be it'll be Hunter. If, uh, if Hunter stays. you think, think Kobe Hunter and stay. jet both go
4: Jet, is, I think is just has been gone since the day he stepped on campus yeah. I, That's just think, not a bad call. I I just think, think he's talented enough and I think the projections are there where he is he will just be drafted Kobe is a fifty fifty I don't know but hunter yeah, i think is for sure staying
3: they might look at uh you know caleb houston and you know musa diabate and say hey how you guys like the g league maybe it might be worth staying another year
1: yeah it's a uh it's a tough nut to crack uh but then again you know you see a guy like jordan Poole who you know we had some questions about jordan Poole and look at him now uh, it's a fat contract set for life so i i don't yep. know it's uh Same it's a Dr. gamble Rapsen, but- it's a gamble well
3: you know what i will see you guys when we get back always appreciate the time man
1: hey danny in sarasota did he just hang up he gone i mean why does he just hang up like that he's probably pulling up to the airport so what you could be on your phone in the airport not going through security what's he gonna do have brandon miller give him the frisk psa you see what i did there no bravo stop thank you you. (laughs) studio audience i needed this button yesterday (laughs) You no, know, Brandon Miller, TSA. There, you know, that kid
0: was a human dynamo.
1: Cleared for, cleared for takeoff. You know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, it is a, it's an interesting case study to see what happens. Does NIL play that big of a role in, to where they can keep guys because there is some payment coming in? Yeah, I think we do. At Michigan
4: fans do need to prep that. Kobe Bufkin, I think will explore the draft process a hundred percent. As he what, should. Whether or not he stays in the NBA draft is the biggest question because he will declare but keep, remain his uh, keep his eligibility open.
1: Yeah. You declare, don't hire an agent. Uh, well, you can the hire process. the
4: NBA-approved agent. Oh, that's the, right. And that, that pool of agents. He will do that. He will go through everything. Then, I don't know. I just saw that there was an article that just came out on The Athletic today about Trace Jackson Davis and how he declared last year but got COVID and couldn't do any of the workouts. So returned to Indiana. And so he's like getting COVID was a blessing in disguise after the year I had.
1: Right. Yeah. I mean, you think about, um, you know, not being able to go out there and, and play and, and participate. And I think it's, I think it's good for, I think it's good for Kobe Bufkin. You know, I think that it's a it's a positive. You know, he's a good defender. He hustles, he gets on the floor. You know, he's, um, He's been great. He's been great for Michigan. Uh, the question is, is will he will he stick around for for one more year? And I think that that is where, if you could bring back Hunter, Terrace Reed, Doug McDaniel, Kobe Bufkin, now you're cooking with gas. But you still don't have a bench. Right? You're still not getting anything off the bench. I thought maybe Isaiah Barnes would get a little look. You know, he was a highly touted recruit, but he hasn't. You know he's he's only appeared in a couple games. I mean he just is not he's not ready to ready to play. Joey Baker in the transfer portal to bring over some shooting. We've seen how that's gone. It's been you know hit or miss. So it's a uh, there, there's a lot on the line for this upcoming Big Ten tournament, which which starts today. Also you're going to hear about it. People are going to talk about it. Lamar Jackson is up for sale. Who is going to place a bid on the services of a former MVP quarterback? Should the Lions? If the Lions could get him, Dan and Ryan, instant reaction. If the Lions decided, you know what, we could we could make this happen. We'll give up the two first. No, we'll give up pick number no. eighteen in the first next no. year. No, not at all,
0: Anthony. Yes, we could be this year's Philadelphia Eagles. That is what we are looking at right now. If we stick to the plan,
1: what a rational. Rational comment that was, Ryan. Do you feel irrational at all?
4: Um, yeah, yes. I haven't seen a Jared Goff squatting six hundred pounds, so I don't think we'll be the Eagles. <laughs> yeah, give me Lamar. Give me all the names. I was sitting here. Give me Russell Westbrook. Give me something exciting. Sure, take a flyer on Ben Simmons. It's better than seeing Corey Joseph take a shot. I can two, agree with two seconds. In it's not though. It. I'd rather have Ben Simmons Simmons and Corey cool. Either can half the Pistons. So give me something. If, if Lamar Jackson is available, the deal is right. Sure. Let's have fun. But I agree with Dan's point where it's like, if you asked me week three of the NFL season, Hey, we have a chance to get Lamar Jackson sign away. The soul. Thanks devil. See you later like
1: hasn't played more than 12 games in each of the last two seasons has only played a full season one time career completion percentage. He just needs a marketing deal,
4: Pepto Bismol, and he'll be fine. If Man. you
0: had to place a, if I had to place a bet, uh, and this was the betting favorite a few weeks ago, we even talked about it. We have a general manager who's also a coach still. With the New England Patriots.
1: Mm. We, what about Matt Patricia to the Eagles, too? Have you guys seen that? I
0: mean, Darius Slay loves that.
1: Bro, he's got to be asking. <laughs> he's got to be asking to get out, hey,
4: right? Um, Brad Holmes, call up Philadelphia.
1: He's got to be asking to get out, or yep. he's going to light up that first team meeting. One of the two. I don't see that working out very well. You know, I'm the uh, captain now. Any uh, yeah exactly any action over there on the phone line? I heard it ringing. Want to make sure if there's... I didn't?
0: I didn't see who it was. Should I? Should we go for it?
1: Yeah, just pot him up. We got we got like forty seconds. What's your name? Where are you called from?
5: Hey, it's Dave from Hudsonville, man. Hey, fellas.
1: Hey, Dave from Hudsonville. Not where you're actually from. Not even your real name, Dave. You're a spy. Go ahead.
4: <laughs> anyway, we Don't do not want to me. be the Eagles. We want to be the Pittsburgh Steelers. We want to be relevant every year. Even though they weren't as relevant this year, if you look at the Steelers' run, no on Lamar Jackson, man. Let's build an organization that's built to last, not just built to chase one. At least I'd like to be in the playoffs for about in the conversation every year and do it that way. So how
2: do we build? A, how do we build a program and a team like the Steelers have done over time?
1: It's the hardest thing in football, but if you can figure it out, longevity and consistency, man. That's uh, if you can do that. I, I think we're on the right path too. David Hudsonville, fake name, fake alias. We appreciate the call this morning. That's all we got for Dana Ryan. Going to have a fake
0: alias? It's just an alias.
1: No, it's from the uh, it's from the movie where the guy pulls out the license and he uh, was it Super he's like fake name,
0: fake alias. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't remember that. I don't remember that line, but good reference. All right, thank you.
1: Uh, that's all we got. We'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, right here, X's and Bros, Michigan Sports Network.